If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer or whatever device you have. You know, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you uh, so it can be heard on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I mean, a lot more. Mine is on there also. You know, I totally recommend it. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum, um, you know, listenership. Like, you don't have to have a minimum. Like, every time somebody click and play that thing, man, you're getting paid, man. I'm dead serious. I know that because that's why I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. You know, um, and what I want you guys to do is go to uh, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor F. Anchor.fm to get started. You know, that's anchor.fm to get started. This is the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey, and uh, I'm getting ready to start this show in a hot second. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, get that Anchor FM app and holler at your boy. You can call it magic, you can call it mystery, but you are going to call me. The Honorable DJ Mellow Monkey. What it do? It's your girl Raya X with her daily hip hop exclusives. Tuning in to the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey Radio Show, bitch. All right, for you nosy motherfuckers, it says G Easy clarifies Megan the Stallion relationship. It says G-Eazy has confirmed he's not dating Megan the Stallion after sparking rumors with a viral kissing video. The platinum-selling rapper was asked about his relationship with Megan at the 28th annual Elton John AIDS Foundation Academy Awards viewing party in Los Angeles on Sunday, February 9th. G-Eazy echoed her recent denial of any romantic link between the two. We're just friends, he told reporters, according to People Magazine. Well, here you go. Here's a little clip of g Easy kissing the living crap of uh, Megan Thee Stallion on his story. They probably were drunk. Who knows? You know, people have fun. It says dating rumors began when g Easy live streamed a video of himself repeatedly kissing Megan's cheeks. The Instagram footage also showed Megan's leg wrapped around his waist. The very friendly interaction prompted social media to go wild with memes and jokes as fans reacted to the possibility of a new hip-hop couple. After becoming a trend, trending topic on Twitter, Megan shut down any speculation about a romance with G-Eazy. LOL, all right now, y'all got, yeah, it says, LOL, all right now, y'all got all y'all jokes out, but I am not fucking G-Eazy, she tweeted on February 4th. Less than a week after Megan's response to the viral clip, G-Eazy has affirmed the two aren't dating. So for y'all nosy motherfuckers, g Easy and Megan Thee Stallion are not dating, nigga. They're not dating. They're grown folk. They could fuck and shit if they want to, you feel me? Just because they kissing on top of each other and shit like that don't mean they're fucking dating each other, you feel me? Y'all niggas believe everything y'all want to believe in the media. Y'all niggas don't know their true relationship in real life. Y'all niggas don't know g Easy or Megan Thee Stallion from a can of paint. Come on now. Denzel Curry announces Red Bull Zeltron worldwide with Rico Nasty in San Francisco. 
Denzel Curry is bringing the Red Bull Zeltron Worldwide Concert Series to the Bay Area. The Carroll City Bread MC will face off against Rico Nasty at the professional wrestling-inspired event in San Francisco on March 20th. Curry and Red Bull's unique live show features two rappers battling over the course of five rounds. Each round sees the MCs perform some of the best songs from their respective discographies inside a wrestling ring. The first iteration of the event, Red Bull's Zeltron vs. Zombies, took place in Miami in 2018. The inaugural, inaugural, inaugural I probably said that wrong, but battle was, show, was a showdown between Curry and New York's Flatbush Zombies. It says Curry and Red Bull's wrestling-inspired series officially began last November when he hosted Zeltron Worldwide in Atlanta. Hip Hop DX was on was on hand to witness this edition, which featured Curry against Joey Badass. Red DX's recap of the show. Read DX's recap of the show. Prior to his clash with Rico Nasty, Curry will battle Dreamville's JID at the second Zeltron Worldwide in Miami. The show was originally scheduled for January 18, but got postponed to February 29th. A future edition of Zeltron Worldwide is coming to New York, but no details have been announced. Tickets for the Bay Area version, which is being held at San Francisco Fort Mason, are on sale now. So if y'all wanna go ahead and get them tickets, it says Zeltron B, uh, no, Zeltron versus Rico Nasty. It says March 20th, Fort Mason Festival in Pavilion. It is um, 7 p.m. Eastern, is 18 and older. You have to be 18 and older, and it's 15 to $30 to get in through the door. Um, I honestly think that's a fucking amazing idea. Like, I didn't even know this shit was around, but man, this is fucking dope. Congrats, um, Denzel Curry and Rico. And goddamn, shout out the Red Bull shit. If y'all want to go ahead and um, go on this uh, little um, wrestling-inspired series they got going on, um, it's, it's going to be postponed. Well, it says postponed to February 29th, but on the flyer, it says March 20th. It says... Like I said, the tickets are on sale at the Bay, the, um, Bay Area. It, it is going to be held at San Francisco's Fort Mason, and they're on sale now. You can go ahead and go on Hip Hop DX and click on this article, and you can click on the on sale now, and it will send you the link directly to the website to purchase these tickets. Netflix in negotiations over Rock Nation's Ava DuVernay directed Nipsey Hussle documentary. It says, Netflix is reportedly in talks with the late Nipsey Hussle's marathon films to stream an Ava DuVernay-directed documentary about the rapper. According to Deadline, the streaming giant won an alleged bidding war this week, but Jay Stone, an artist under Hussle's label All Money In, made clear via Instagram no final deal has been inked. However, he did confirm DuVernay's possible involvement and said the film will be ex be executive produced by Rock Nation and Hustle's two children, Imani and Cross Ash G. Dome. Stone emphasized the importance of the film for the family, adding, it will not be fast-tracked by monetary gain or commercial interest. It says, there's a picture, it says, Nipsey's company, Marathon Films, will present his feature film documentary executive produced by Rock Nation and his two children, Imani and Cross Ash G. Dome. No final deal has been inked. We are currently in negotiations with Netflix, blah, blah, blah. I already read that. Well, that's a um, 
post by Marathon Films on Instagram says, a fan of Nipsey's music, DuVernay used his song Picture Me Rollin' for the end credits of the critically acclaimed Netflix miniseries When They See Us. The five-hour drama depicts the events ah, events around the Central Park Five's unjust conviction for a rape they didn't commit. Founded in 2010, DuVernay's media and production House Array creates films aimed at a giving voice to the African-American narrative. She also seeks to empower women, having recently partnered with Reebok to celebrate women in film. Her last documentary was 2016's critically acclaimed 13th, which earned an Oscar nomination. While Marathon Films is keeping Hustle's spirit alive through his children, his former girlfriend, Lauren London, continues to honor his legacy too. In January, she shared a video from a shoot with Puma featuring YG, Stone, Pac-Man the Gunman, and Killer Twan of All Money In. It's consistency, man, Stone said during the shoot. Just keep on going and don't let nothing stop you. So here's a post by Lauren London. Um, it's two minutes and 40 seconds. Let's go ahead and watch this. Man, this is awesome. Hell Awesome, bro. Like, this shit got me tearing. This shit's very inspirational and motivational for a lot of people. Not just, you know, a tribute to Dipsy Hustle. Wow, this is awesome, dude. Shout out to Lauren London for making this commercial for Puma. 
that's fucking awesome not only like i said not only is it a tribute to nipsey hustle it is a tribute to those who are creative and those that are inspiring in music like this shit is fucking awesome like i can't believe she did that like that's so fucking dope i cannot wait for this documentary to come out and if for those of you that are interested um in the documentary to come out it should i believe it should be getting released no later than 2021 i'm not quite sure but it will be released soon so go ahead and check it out and snoop dog issues public apology to gail king had a talk with my mama oh boy Snoop Dogg has issued a public apology to veteran journalist Gail King for lashing out at her following her following a controversial interview with WNBA legend Lisa Leslie. During the conversation, King asked Leslie about Kobe Bryant's 2003 sexual assault case, which Snoop and many others considered disrespectful. In an Instagram video posted on Wednesday, February 12th, the double OG I'm, my bad. The D-O-double-G revealed he had a talk with his mother who inspired him to issue a heartfelt amends to King. Big Snoop Dogg coming at you live and direct with a message. He begins, two wrongs don't make a right. When you're wrong, you got to fix it. So with that being said, Gail King, I publicly tore you down by coming at you in a derogatory manner based off of emotions. Me being angry at questions that you asked. Um, overreacted should have handled it way different than that i was raised way better than that so i would like to apologize to you publicly for the language that i used and calling you out of your name and just being disrespectful well here's the instagram post that snoop dogg had posted i'm gonna go ahead and let you guys hear that Snoop continued, I didn't mean for it to be like that. I was just expressing myself for a friend that wasn't here to defend himself. A lot of people look up to me and they love me and they appreciate me. So I want to let them know that anytime you mess up, it's okay to fix it. It's okay to man up and say that you're wrong. I apologize. Hopefully we can sit down and talk privately. Have a good day. He added in the caption, had a talk with my mama. Thank you, mama. Two wrongs don't make a right. Time to heal. At Gail King, peace and love. Praying for you and your family as well as Vanessa and the kids. Here's another... um. Instagram post by Snoop. Technical difficulties. Top, bro, throw this big Snoop dog. Here's a message for the people that need to know. I'm a non-violent person. When I said what I said, I spoke for the people who felt like yeah, it was very disrespectful towards Kobe Bryant and his family. Now, with that being said, 
What I look like wants some harm to come to a 70-year-old woman. I was raised way better than that. I didn't want no harm to come to her. I didn't threaten her. All I did was... from Snoop Dogg at the fuck all. That bitch was out of line, period. She was out of line. She was out of context. She 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 just shouldn't have said that shit, period. Like, what the fuck went through your fucking mind to even mention that shit knowing that him and his daughter just died? His family just got this burden. And you're gonna go ahead and bring up a sexual assault case that happened in 2003? It is 2020. He just died, and now you want to bring that shit up? Bitch, get the fuck out of here. I just would like to add this on to those um, Summer Walker fans. I have some disappointing news for y'all. Summer Walker (laughs) has said that she is not making any more music. It is over for her career. She has let her social anxiety take over her life. And she has decided that after 2020, she is not making any more music. She's done with it altogether. I just thought I should let everybody know that. It is very disappointing. It hurts me. But I would just want everybody to, you know, take her albums into consideration. Those are legendary. You know, you will never hear any of those ever again. You'll probably hear that kind of style and flow from another artist. But... There will never be another Summer Walker, period. Yo Gotti on Diddy and Mace dispute business is business. Let's see. It says, Mace called out Diddy last month for multiple things, including starving. 
his artists and allegedly making it difficult for the Harlem World rapper to buy back his catalog despite a $2 million offer. CMG boss Yo Gotti stopped by The Breakfast Club last week and gave a different perspective when asked about the rift between the artist and the executive. Business is business in general, he asserted. You knew what you were signing, and I'm pretty sure you made a lot of money along the way, and you became who you became. So I don't think you could complain about somebody else believing in you and investing their money, and more so more than they money, they time in you. What if they wouldn't invest that initial money and time in you? Would you even be here? That's one way to look at it because I am an artist and executive. I also think an artist should be in the most fair position as possible. I agree with what he's saying right there. It says, Gotti continued, so I don't think none of us know the true business. I think he, Mace, put a number on what he tried to buy it for. Is that what it's worth? I don't know. If you try to sell something that costs 50 million for 1 million, is you not real for not taking the 1 million? Maybe my homeboy and I ain't gonna charge you 50 million. I'm gonna charge you 20 billion or 25 million. The Memphis bread rapper says, so we don't know what the true business is to be speaking on it. Charlemagne the God then reads, then read a text message without revealing who sent it, which alleged Mace reconstructed his contract twice and collected two album advances without ever putting out an album. It's two sides to every story, Gotti replied. You don't know the specifics. It says Gotti was in town promoting his recently released Untrapped album. The LP features Megan Thee Stallion, Rick Ross, and Lil Baby, amongst others. He also disclosed he's out of his Epic Records contract and now owns all of his masters. Check out Pose featuring Megan Thee Stallion and Lil Uzi Vert below. If y'all haven't heard that song yet, that shit is hard as fuck. You already know my boy Megan Thee Stallion. I mean, not my boy. I said my boy. Ah, I'm sorry, Megan. My boy Lil Uzi Vert and my girl Megan Thee Stallion's on the track. But I... I agree 100% with what Yo Gotti is saying. You're basically, Mace is basically being ungrateful because if you didn't, like, you knew what the fuck you was signing. You had to read it before you signed the contract. You can't tell me you didn't know what the fuck you was getting yourself into before you got in it. You feel me? So if you wanted that 50 million, you should have got it your damn self instead of signing the deal with Diddy. So my thing is, like, you're being ungrateful for what you have because if it wasn't for diddy you wouldn't be out there because you could have honestly if you wanted to make that much money you could have paid for seo you could have paid for promoters you could have paid for everything to be done yourself but you didn't so therefore you don't have the right to complain about something that you didn't fucking do yourself without diddy your ass wouldn't have a career you feel me so there's no reason for you to be talking and that goes for everybody it's like Y'all don't know the specifics. Y'all don't know exactly what went on in the contract to be talking out of place and speaking out of context. So my point is, you got up there because of Diddy. So you should shut the fuck up and make get your money. You feel me? Like, you wasn't complaining when you was making your money at the time. So why are you complaining now? Now all of a sudden you want to bring it up and complain about it. That's my thing. You had... So many years and so much time to bring this up. Why did you choose right now in 2020 
to bring this situation up. I don't get it. It's the same thing like with the Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant assault case. Why the fuck did Gail bring that shit up now when it happened years and years and years ago? It just don't make no sense to me. You know what I'm saying? So I agree with Yo Gotti 100% as to what he's saying. So it's like, come on, bro. Like, what the fuck is you doing, bro? Yella Beezy sued for allegedly beating down ML3's manager. It says, Yella Beezy's beef with fellow Dallas-based rapper ML3 has reportedly led to a lawsuit. ML3's manager Brandon Rainwater is suing Yella over an alleged assault that occurred outside Dallas 5 live strip club in January, according to TMZ. Rainwater claims he suffered a dislocated hip after being on the receiving end of a beatdown from Yella and his crew. Surveillance footage of the altercation has surfaced online, but Yella cannot be clearly seen or identified in the video. I'm going to see the video. Let's go ahead and watch the clip from TMZ. As I can see here, um, I can't, I see two men running and I see somebody just pull him down. I, I can't see if Yellow Beezy is the one that's beating him down because there's three dudes. No, there's actually four dudes that were on top of him. And then there's one dude running from afar and then two more guys. There's a lot of guys in this background and you can't, from this video, you can't tell who the hell Yellow Beezy is. There's so many fucking people. There's like a whole crowd. Can't even fucking tell who's who. Like the camera's too goddamn far. But you can see somebody got their ass whooped. You just can't see who beat his ass up for real. You know what I'm saying? But somebody did get their ass handed to him though. In this video. They got knocked the fuck down and shit. Well, it says, according to the suit, Rainwater showed up to the club but was told to wait by security. He then alleges the security guard approached him with a gun in hand while Yellow stood behind the man. MO3's manager says he fled from the club in fear but was caught by Yellow and his entourage. Once they chased down Rainwater, the crew allegedly beat him so badly that he required a trip to the hospital. He claims his injuries suffered in the attack required physical therapy. Rainwater is seeking 1 million damages in his suit against Yella. Five Live is also listed as a defendant for proving inadequate security. MO3's reaction to the incident involving his rival and his manager can be viewed below. Let me go ahead and click this video. It's 22 minutes long, but we're going to watch a little bit. Y'all can go ahead and check it out um, on uh, YouTube. Says MO3 reacts to Yellow Breezy jumping him. Jumping his manager, I meant to say. I don't know what's going on. He's like, he was in the video. He walked away. I don't know what's going on. He should be returning. I'm going to go ahead and skip over the video. Blood, I don't know where it's bold at. I don't know where it's tight. I don't know where it's in style. Fam, you can't J no, you can't J no nigga that's not like that, that's not cut like that, that ain't even trying to be like that. It think, oh yeah, yeah, that's how we riding, nigga, know what's up, ooh. Hold up real quick, take a sip of this pop my shit. Oh God, this is fucking ridiculous. Oh, yo, we in the bathroom, okay, cool. Okay, look, boom, I'm gonna say that first off, so you understand, 
shit. I know when I do this shit, I do this shit. Let me tell you first off, rain water, rain water. Let me say his name, cause it, I, I keep saying, I keep, I keep saying, what you call it, piece of Mo 3s manager. First of all, I want y'all to understand that's the only way the views, the numbers, and everything gonna go up, cause it's got my name in the front of it. First of all. Y'all taking it like a nigga whoop me or something. Nigga dying me, nigga ducking me. Nigga ain't even trying to be no vicinity of me. I don't know why I'm a friendly rapper. Nigga know what's up. Anyway, listen, this ain't even about me. Fam, the video come up. I'm going to show y'all both video. You get? Because guess what, you bitch, you. They recording. This shit look ridiculous. Y'all can go ahead and check that out. It's about 20-something minutes long. Uh, you can check it out on YouTube. I just want to say it's not... In this video that TMZ has put out there from the uh, club surveillance video, it's not clear that it's Yellow Breezy and his... Yellow Beezy and his um, entourage. But I, what I will say is you do see... One person running and then a whole bunch of other people coming along with that person to beat this man up. But it's not, there's literally not enough evidence to prove that that was Yellow Beezy and his entourage. But as far as um things go, I hope it wasn't Yellow Beezy because as far as I know, I'm pretty sure he's not a violent person, but... I mean, everybody's doing this shit for the fucking media nowadays. I mean, shit, you know, clicky baby, clicky baby. I mean, his name is, is MO3's manager, but that's the only way people, like he said, that's the only way people is going to click on it to actually want to know what's going on. Because if somebody says Rainwater, you're going to be like, who the fuck is Rainwater? You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> they know him as MO3's manager. You know what I'm saying? But I just want to say, like, there is no physical, no proper physical evidence to prove that it was Yellow Beezy and his entourage. Extentacion affiliate Tanks Head 666 reportedly arrested for murder. Oh my fucking Jesus. An affiliate of the late Extentacion was reportedly arrested for murder on Monday, February 9th. According to NBC6 South Florida, Linwood Walker III, also known as Tankhead666, was apprehended in another state in connection to the fatal shooting of local rapper and former University of Central Florida football player Jose Tremaine Jose, who was killed last week. Well, it has um, two pictures of uh, a couple pictures of Tankhead in the Instagram post. It says, the shooting took place near a popular Wynwood Gastro Pub around 2 p.m. local time on Friday, February 7th, and sent one other man to the hospital in critical condition, resulting in an hour-long search for the suspect. An arrest warrant was issued for Walker following the incident. He was eventually brought back to the Miami-Dade County for questioning, where he remains in custody. Jose, 28, was a Miami Central High School recruit and quarterback for two seasons at the University of Central Florida. He also went by the rapper, the rap moniker Fat Poppy Escobars. Um, it says a motive for Jose's murder remains unclear. An investigation is ongoing. Authorities are asking anyone with information about the shooting to call Miami-Dade Crime Stoppers at 305-471-TIPS. Um, the extension is 8477. It says, 
Walker belongs to Extentacion's main members only collective and considered himself X's enforcer despite not getting paid to do his security. In January, he told Vlad TV he was willing to die for the slain South Florida rapper. Y'all can go ahead and check out this interview. The interview is about five minutes and something seconds. But I'm going to go ahead and, you know, take a look at it and see what's going on. can go ahead and check this video out um it's on vlad tv um it says tankhead on protecting extentacion at all costs um i can honestly say he's a really 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 good friend to x i can see he's very sincere in the way that he's uh speaking in his body language um i just want to say like dude like dude yo friend just died bruh and you out here doing stupid shit like my thing is why don't these kids fucking learn bruh Y'all, y'all already see Takashi, dumbass. Why the fuck you want to run around and do the same shit he doing, bro? Like that shit don't make no goddamn sense, bro. I really don't get it. I don't understand why, why y'all can't just do something good for y'all Stop doing the same shit that everybody else doing, bro. I understand it looks cool, but come on, dog. Like this shit is retarded, man. Y'all doing way too much. Do something new for the generation. Why don't you st um, continue the movement that X was doing before he died? If that's really your friend and you will really die for him, then why the fuck don't you pass on his legacy? Point blank, period. Man, this shit is hilarious to me, but I can kind of understand it if you know this man on a personal level, but this is ridiculous. The game reveals Kobe Bryant face tag. It says the game will pay homage to the late Kobe Bryant everywhere he goes from now on. The rapper has revealed a new face tattoo in honor of the NBA legend. Game added to his ink collection on Wednesday with a sideways eight and Kobe's autograph above his eye right eyebrow, which symbolizes Kobe forever. Game, who is still grappling with the loss of the LA icon, has also planned a song to honor Bryant and his and has worn his jerseys during his current tour. The Compton native is no stranger to face tattoos. He had a butterfly on his left cheek before covering it with a LA inspired piece. He also has a teardrop under his right eye. Game hit up Dark Ink Gallery in Gas Glow just hours before his show at O2 Academy. NBA superstars LeBron James and Anthony Davis put permanent art on their bodies in honor of Bryant with LBG getting a snake with Kobe's numbers and Mamba for life underneath it. J.R. Smith, Sharif O'Neal, and 2 Chains have also commissioned Bryant's memorials on their bodies. 
It's it's raw. Uh, let's see what else they got going on. My bad. Technical difficulties, y'all. Let's see. Well, let's see. Let's see. God damn it. Man, it's a shit. I'm sorry, y'all. This this shit right here. All right, so like I'm like taking a look at like all the pictures and stuff, like the tattoos and stuff. It's pretty dope and stuff. My thing is like <laughs> on with this little conversation about the Kobe tattoos. My thing is if you don't know the man personally, I don't believe you should get a permanent tattoo on your body. But if you do know him personally, like family, family and close friends, it only makes sense. But there's a lot of artists I feel that are doing it for no reason. You know what I mean? I understand like he died and stuff like that, but you don't have to get permanent ink on your body. You feel me? You can, you have memories, you have, you could also have something he has get, given you before he died or a piece of advice that he's given you. Like words of knowledge. Like I really don't understand why all these artists are fucking getting tattoos and stuff. It, I think it's a fucking joke to me, but like I said, RIP Kobe Bryant, you're a legend, man. What it do? It's your girl Raya X with her daily hip hop exclusives. Tuning in to the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey Radio Show, bitch.